Hey now, what's going on? It's Jeff. I just wanted to take a quick moment to let you know that you are listening to the audio of a live video stream from the Frumis YouTube channel. It may reference visuals that can't be heard, obviously, but if you want the whole enchilada, go to youtube.com backslash Frumis. That's F-R-U-M-E-S-S, because who doesn't like a whole enchilada? Good afternoon. Happy Monday. Mondays are always the hardest days of the week. Some might say, some might say, uh, Sundays are usually the wind down day, right? You wind down, you have your Sunday programming, you know, if you're, if you're into HBO, right? Oh, what's on HBO? I'm going to unwind, watch my shows. Or sometimes we have award shows. I'm not a big fan of award shows. I find them, uh, I don't know, tedious. Same thing with the Super Bowl. I just, just all that stuff. I just don't, doesn't, doesn't interest me. Um, I, I, I do, I am always interested to hear who wins the Oscars. I never feel like sitting through and watching the Oscars ever. It's just not, not my thing. I was very happy when, uh, GDT won for the shape of water. Uh, that was a great year. Um, <laughs> Jeremy already says, if I wasn't at work, I'd really like to go live with you and make the case for why it was 100% staged. Um, we, we didn't even get into the topic yet, but I will say it was 100% not staged. I don't think it was staged at all. I think that's ridiculous. I think Jeremy uh, is ridiculous to think so, but whatever. He's entitled to his opinion. I want to just uh, start off by saying a couple of things before we launch into this thing, just so we know what it is that we're doing here. Often on this channel, we have a series on this channel, Beefs and Feuds. This is something we do all the time. We cover beefs and feuds. This is a beef slash feud. This is this didn't just develop last night. I'm, I've already launched in. I had a whole intro and the intro has gone. What I was going to say is I, I, I never watched the Oscars. And last night, the first time I probably should have been watching the Oscars. That's what everybody's saying online. In any case, I want to just get something out of the way. I want to get something out of the way before we launch into this. I am not an arbiter of morality. Do I know the difference between right and wrong? I'd like to think generally I do, but my opinion does not matter. I am just a dude talking to the internet, okay? Just want to say that up front. I am not here to judge people. That's not the point of this. The point of this is to just unpack it, analyze it, Maybe try and figure out why. Try to figure out how all the pieces fit together. It's not to sit here and say, oh, that shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't happen. Because I got to tell you, I, I'm like, I'm all over. I'm all across the board here. I'm all across. One minute, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, that. And then another minute, I'm thinking, well, no, no, not. And it's not because I don't know how to think for myself. It's because it's a very complicated, nuanced sort of thing. You know, much like everything else in life, it's not black and white. And why, you know, some people are rolling their eyes like, uh, hello, there's like World War Three is on our doorstep and you guys are sort of engaging in this. Well, one, A, my response to that is, you know, people, it people, it's anxiety inducing to this is a this is a break from what we've been seeing and people are talking about it. So what? People talk about anything that happens. This is a 24-hour news cycle is insane. And I don't like to cover cutting trends. I don't like to chase trends. That's really, really annoying too. However, this just ticked all the boxes. Just happened. 
friggin' it's a beef. Um, there's a lot to look at. We have video, we have we have hot takes, we have opinions, there's so much, and there's only a finite amount of time because my daughter will wake up from her nap, and when she does, this will end. This will end. So so to get back to what I was saying though, I'm not here to pass judgment and blame or or issue. I don't I don't I'm not in any I'm not an authority to do such a thing. I'm not. I'm really not. So I just want to put that out there. And another thing that I think we need to negotiate in a safe sort of way to go back to what I was saying, people are talking about this because it it there's so much that is happening in this event. It's not just dude it's not just a dude slapping another dude because dude said something about his wife it it just it runs deeper than that it 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 really speaks to the converse an ongoing conversation about comedy about what is okay to joke about about what is not okay to joke about you know how that intersects with this because i you know the more i read into this it seems that like the joke is touching on a very, very sensitive thing that when, in fact, I don't know if that was the joke's intended purpose. I don't know. I, I honestly don't have an answer. And I'm like I said, I am so like, if anybody wants to weigh in, weigh in, I, but I am just so not, uh, I am, I am so unsure. I am so unsure. And one thing is, one thing is for sure you are watching all of the uh, sort of self-right on both sides, the, just ever so much self-righteousness just coming out of the woodwork, especially like the, all the Hollywood people, everybody's acting so utterly disgusted. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part is there's Mel Gibson in the audience watching this, this thing go down going, Oh, like, 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 let's, let's not forget Mel where you were like 15 years ago, the things you were saying. So it's like, shut the F up, man. Shut the F like, come on, come on. You know what I'm saying? Um, stuff like that, stuff like that. It's just funny. Like the, the righteous indignation of it all. Um, so there's, there, there's that as well. I think the first thing we need to do is we need to look at the tape. We need to look at the incident. I don't have to tell you, you already know it's all everybody's talking about. I went on Twitter. I've been getting up really into Twitter lately. I went on Twitter and I'm scrolling. And I'm going, what, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, is this real? Did this really just happened. Like it just, you know, it's just so, it's so surreal. And I bet you the Oscars, there's going to be a huge uptick in Oscar turnout uh, on the TV next year. People are just going to be wishing, and I don't think anything eventful will happen. You know, there, there's one thing that people don't realize. The setup at the Oscars is partially what facilitated such an impulsive decision on Will Smith's part. And what do I mean by that? That's not, again, that's not placing blame. I'm not here to place blame on anybody or anything. I am just simply here to like sort of comment and unpack it. All right. First, let's go to the video. Let's go to the video here. We're going to we're going to watch this. I'm going to watch this a little bit and I'm going to What is this? Google Chrome would like to record the computer screen. Open system pro Yeah, that would be great. I would I wouldn't mind that. I would not mind that if I don't know what's happening right now. System preferences. You know, I really don't have time for this right now. I don't know what is happening. Apps below to record, allow apps below to record. Okay. Hold on guys. This has been, 
plaguing us for some time channel and i think i have a finally figured out how i can fix it google chrome will will not be allowed to record no later 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 we want allow the apps to record yes that's what we want okay okay so theoretically this should work let's see what happens no stupid friggin thing all right we'll deal with that later sorry about this everybody here it is here's the first okay so here's our first thing ready here is our first thing okay so here so here is chris rock let's watch the whole video once all the way through <laughs> wow denzel Macbeth loved it i love the part where it said king Lear don't got nothing on me i hope it's not pausing or, or framey. Y'all gotta see it. It's really good. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win! <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord! Jada, I love you. Here we go. Jane, too. Can't wait to see it. All right? Ooh. Everybody laughs. She rolls her eyes. Will nervously chuckles. That was a that was a nice one. Okay. He says that was a nice one. Uh oh, Richard. He's laughing. He says Richard. Oh. Wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Projecting. Doesn't have a mic. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's wow. name out your fucking mouth. I'm He's going mad. to, okay? He's going to. <laughs> I can, oh, okay. Yes, he's speechless. That was a <laughs> everybody's night silent. In the history of television. Okay. Okay. So we are here. Oh man. To uh, give a documentary out. To give an Oscar out for best documentary. His words are jumping. Now, the beauty of documentaries, because they, they make you, when you watch one, you feel smart. Like you watched a, like, you know, like you read a book or something. But all you really did was get high and watch Netflix. So here we go. Oh, here my Here we Lord. go. Okay. Let's, let's take it back now. We're going we're gonna to take it back. So we saw the whole thing. That's the whole thing that happens. A couple of very like interesting things to take note of as this is happening. Okay. Very interesting things to take note of. So I'm going to, I'm going to pause and interject. Okay. Ready? <laughs> wow. Denzel Macbeth loved it. <laughs> I love the part where it said King Lear don't got nothing on me. Mind you, this is not the first time that Chris Rock has hosted the Oscars, and that's going to come into play in a little bit. <laughs> Y'all got to see it. It's really good. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she yeah. loses, he... Now, here's the first thing. This joke segues right into Will Smith and Jada Pickett-Smith. Right, it goes, it goes right, right into it. He can't win. 
because he's also nominated for best actor. It was Denzel, Javier, and Will Smith. So he had, he had, um, he uses Will Smith's name in connection with Javier, right? <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please. And now that invites him to then comment on Will Smith. Lord. Jada. And now let's look at Will Smith's face here. And I can't pronounce this actress. She's a fantastic actress. She was in uh, Little Monsters on Netflix. And I don't, I think it's Lupita is her first name. I don't want to butcher her last name, but she you should got to see her face too when she is looking at Will Smith. So look at Will here and look, he's like, it doesn't really seem like he's genuinely enjoying whatever Chris Rock is saying or about to say. In fact, it almost seems like maybe he is bracing himself for what Chris Rock is going to say. Um, let's keep it going. G.I. Jane 2. So he, then he goes, Jada, he segues from Will. It's like he's doing stepping stones. He segues from Will into Jada and makes this joke about G.I. Jane 2. Why does he say G.I. Jane 2? What is G.I. Jane? It was a movie that starred Demi Moore in 1996 where she very famously shaved her head because she's like a G.I. and whatnot. And that also uh, is very important in relation to some of the other stuff, which... I forgot to mention in my opening, I really just sort of scatterbrained all over the place. Uh, just, uh, well, all right, I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. I'll get to it in a minute. Let's let's keep going. I don't want to. I don't want to hold this up. Can't wait to see it. All right. Now that issues a laugh. Okay, good. We paused right here. So look at Will Smith laughing. A lot of people have said online, "Oh, he's only laughing. He's uh, he only stops laughing when he sees that his wife is distressed. That he genuinely." thought it was funny number one these are actors people let's let us not forget that these are actors right like they they don't um they they know how to laugh at something that they may not find funny so to to say that will smith is genuinely enjoying this joke i don't think that's fair to say i don't think that's a fair take on that i i think that the reality is, is that you've got a reaction camera on you. You're at the Oscars. We've talked about the Beatles, how the Beatles reacted when cameras were on them. You have a camera on you. You don't, you know, if you don't laugh, you're going to look stupid or you're going to look like uh, a, a, a sour sport or people are going to meme you no matter what. You're under sheer a lot of scrutiny. And the best thing that Will can do in the situation, at least maybe initially, is just simply try and roll with the punches. Okay. Um, and we see that Jada Smith is not like she is having she looks like she just took uh, a big bite of or, or a big swallow of cod liver oil. You know what I mean? Or, or you know, she just looks like she is swallowing the most bitter, me not medicine. It's not medicine. There's nothing good about this for her. She looks like she's swallowing the most bitter pill imaginable. Right. Like uh, just really genuinely unpleasant. Uh, but look at look at it's just interesting to see the two faces. And then remember, these two are in a marriage and they're in a very sort of um, nuanced marriage. If if that's that's not the right word, I don't know what the right word is. They're in an open marriage. They have a complicated relationship. It's there's all sorts of stuff going on there that we'll briefly touch on. But I really think is not any really necessarily related to this. But um, 
if if Will Smith's reaction to what Chris Rock is saying is kind of genuine, maybe it's genuine in the fact of like whatever inter and again, this is pure speculation. I don't know anything. I, I'm just I'm again guy on the internet looking at pictures. Um, there uh maybe maybe they have, you know, all marriages have stuff inside of them, right? All, all marriages have uh, you know, turmoil and stuff. My wife and I have our 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 our, our things about each other and whatnot. Maybe maybe this is him seeing somebody else take a pot shot at his wife in a, in a, in a situation in a place where maybe his natural reaction is to laugh before more complicated feelings come up. Point is, is that a lot of people, the point with all of this stuff is a lot of people are saying, Oh, he only did what he did once he, uh, once Jada sicked will on Chris rock. I don't think, that's accurate to say at all. I just want to put that out there. Okay, let's let's keep going. So she look at her face. She rolls her eyes. Uh just just so annoyed by what he has said. And part of the reason is is because as you see, Jada has shaved her head. And I think it's actually quite a beautiful look. I love women that shave their head like this. I think it is a very um there is something uh uh, stunning, stunningly beautiful about this sort of aesthetic, but it has a, another purpose in Jada's case. Jada suffers from, I'm going to butcher this word, apopecia, apopecia. It's basically, it's a, I think it's an, a, a disease. It's like an immune disease. And one of the symptoms is you cannot grow. You, your hair is patchy or your hair falls out. So Jada has issues and she's been very vocal, like many things like many, many things in her marriage with Will and just in her life. Some people who are in public public spotlight, they talk about their personal lives. They're very transparent or candid or open. Jada's one of those people. She does, uh, from, from, from what I've read and from what I've seen and from the, the what I've heard in the periphery, because there was some news stuff that's come out about their marriage. And she just like openly talks about, you know, stuff with Will and, you know, People have said, oh, she humiliates him. And, oh, you know, he's a C-U-C-K, this, that, and the other, that sort of thing. In any case, she, the reason why the joke, land, the, not the joke lands, but like the reason why he, Chris sent that joke at her is because she shaves her head and she shaves her head for a medical reason. Now, the big question is, does Chris Rock know about that medical reason? I don't see how he doesn't. Because the other part of this, and we'll get into this a little bit more later as well, is that Chris Rock produced a documentary about black hair. What do I mean by that? I mean, literally about black hair. He he had a, his niece came up to him one day and was upset that her, that she didn't have good hair, as she put it. I put that in quotes. She didn't have good hair. And he thought it was a profound thing and wanted to make a documentary that really talked about um, how black people will sort of change or condition their hair to be more European in, uh, in, in aesthetic, that sort of thing. And um, so the idea that maybe, and you know, this, this condition, I guess, affects, affects, uh, you know, I mean, I think it affects everybody, but I think in particular it's extra sensitive because, 
um, it, it's in relation to a black woman and a black woman. The conversation about black women and their hair is 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 a sensitive topic in general for all the for, for the documentary, for all that stuff that I just said. And so all of that stuff gets connected to this notion of G.I. Jane. Um, whereas, you know, when you think about what kind of joke it is, it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like it's a, it's a joke. You're making fun of someone's appearance. You're using something from pop culture as a reference to the joke. So it's juxtaposing G.I. Jane to Jada Pickett Smith's very icon. She's very iconically known to, to have a bald head, to like shave her head the way that she does. So it's like pairing those two things together. Um, okay, let's let's keep going on. We're gonna see what happens next. So she is not pleased, and we don't see the camera go here, but I guess maybe Will Smith sees that she is not pleased, or he sees how she is affected in the situation. Let's remember again, this is a joke. That was made at her expense at the Oscars. It's not at a comedy club. It's at the Oscars. It's being broadcasted for millions and millions of people. There is an auditorium full of people laughing about your hair. Whether it's funny, whether you can laugh at yourself or not. Again, not here to put any of those those sort of um, additions onto it, onto the thing, onto the situation. But just that the reality is that that's the reality. My hair is being made fun of in front of an auditorium full of 10 million people or whatever. Um, I mean, the, there's 10 million people on the internet, whatever, that whole thing. Um, and again, I may, I may seem like I am taking one side here. I am not. I am really not. I am trying to objectively look at the whole situation. It is just, I'm, I'm looking at everything. I'm just trying to be, if you ever watched Marvel, um, you have the Watchers, Uatu, the Watcher, or whatever. U A T U, the Watcher. Uh, we we watch. We do not interfere. Um, but we are talking about it. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. So, <laughs> so she, oh, you see that? See how her face just soured? And Chris Rock, Chris Rock just is like, ha, 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 I made a joke. Now remember, hold on, take this back real quick. Look what happens here. Look, she's look, she's rolling her eyes. She's not, she's just not feeling it. Look, listen to what he says. <laughs> you see that? See how he's like, uh, Will is trying to roll with the punches. Jada isn't even trying to hide that she's upset. Hold on, real quick. Just taking this back a little bit further. <laughs> he said, All right, no, what did he say? He said something like, wait, hold on. Wait to see it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that was a that was a nice one. Oh. Okay, so so that sorry, it was it was actually for it. So look at what Chris, look at Chris's reaction to the joke. Chris, no, uh, here's the thing, and here's the thing, and this is where the deep like how this cuts deeper than just you know people. Here's the difference. People are bringing up Ricky Gervais in the situation too, because Ricky did the coolest thing ever. Not the coolest thing. I don't know. He did this thing. He he was like, I'm never going to host this awards event. I don't know if it was the Oscars or the Golden Globes. And he just took everybody in the room to task. He just, he ripped everybody a new a-hole and everybody laughed and it was shocking. I don't remember when this happened. Um, he just did all this stand-up and he just didn't care. 
And here is why this is a little bit different than say that because Ricky Gervais is just making jokes. Ricky Gervais is making jokes for people that he doesn't know or have like necessarily a history with. That is not the case here as we're going to learn more about because he has a public history of doing this to the Smiths almost, what was it, six years ago. Six years prior, he had done this. Now, look at his reaction. Look at his face after he makes this joke. There is, it definitely feels personal, little prov provoked. I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think, you know, we're, we're this is just from as a, as a, a viewer observation. I don't think I'm wrong here in what I'm saying. Let's take a look at it again. Ready? <laughs> look at him. He, he, he puts his hands up. He's made a bunch of jokes this evening. But he puts his hands up because he saw, he sees her reaction. He sees the way that she reacts. And it's almost like he's turning to the rest of the audience to kind of like maybe even rally some support. There was laughter for the joke. There was laughter. It didn't, the joke itself didn't bomb. But the after the joke, there seems to be this really awkward energy. And you see, and it's very possible that Will Smith, while this is happening on, on Chris Rock, Will Smith might have already started getting up out of his seat to approach him. And perhaps this is Chris Rock searching for someone to run interference on Will Smith. I don't know. We only get these camera angles. We don't get to see the rest of the camera angles. But look, he clearly knows what – it really seems from the look on his face that he knew what he was doing. He knows what's going on. <laughs> look at him. He's, ha he's, ha he's like, oops. Oops, did I say that? Like that kind of thing. A little bit. A little bit. It's, that, was a, that was a nice one. He says some word, and then he says that was a that was a nice one. And what does he mean by that was a nice one? I think maybe he had a bunch of different versions of jokes that he could have said. He was clearly, and again, this is a this is a seasoned comedian, one of the best there ever was, right? Chris Rock, one of the greatest stand-ups of all time. He is puddle jumping from subject to subject. He starts. We saw. What's his face? Benedict Cumberbatch. Then we jump over to Javier. Then we puddle jump over to Will Smith. And then we jump over to Jada Pickett Smith. Right. And um, and he says that was a, what do you say? That was a that was a nice one. That was a good one. Hold on. I have to hear it again. He says that was a, that was a nice one. That was a nice one, meaning perhaps uh, this is me interpret interpret just like what we do with all the misfit stuff this is me just trying to read the tea leaves i don't have know the actual answer that was a nice one could signify hey i wrote like five versions of this joke and that was the nicest one right like that was like he he's going like he had he had a bunch of weapons of mass destruction and chose something relatively light by his standards. There's probably, there's more. I mean, think about all the things that Chris Rock could have joked about in regards to Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith. I mean, just their marriage for one. I mean, there's a thousand things he could have said. He chose, he chooses instead to comment on her appearance and not necessarily about her condition, but about the way she wears her hair. Two separate things here, I think, at least. And listen, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me why you think I'm wrong. But I think maybe it's two different things here. There's the condition, and then there's the way she wears her hair as a result of the condition. 
They are clearly connected, and one is going to make the one is going to make you think of the other one or be associated with the other one. But that's where the insidiousness of the joke lies. He's not commenting on the condition. He's commenting on the way she wears her hair, which happens to be the result of a condition. So there's, it, it gets murky. It gets murky. You, if you have, if you have, um, if you have Twitter lawyers <laughs> going, going, uh, you know, like pointing that, that sort of thing out. So he's saying that was a nice one as if he had, he had taken it easy. Right. Okay. I'm out here. Uh -oh. And he goes, I'm out here. And this is when he notices he notices Will Smith has gotten up. He says, whoa. Oh, Richard. <laughs> now, what did he say? He said, Richard. Did you hear that? He said, Richard. Who is Richard? Richard must be the stage manager or somebody. He wants somebody to run interference. Now, notice this is OK. Now, this is where Chris Rock, I think. Do I think maybe it was a mistake to make this joke? I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, it was it was a stupid joke. It wasn't a nice joke. I don't know. I don't think it was nice. It was OK. Maybe. Maybe that joke makes sense in a comedy club. Maybe, maybe that's the joke that that works in like a comedy club set, setting. This is the Oscars. It's like a completely different arena. It's a different venue. Like, for instance, if you are at an easy listening, you know, acoustic, you know, Bob Dylan show, you're not going to have you're not going to want to hear some led zeppelin communication breakdown you know what i'm saying the 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 material has to fit the venue does that material fit the venue i don't think it does i don't think it does and so then what happens is because you're making fun of someone's appearance in this place in the Oscars, yes that's a person uh, who's who has a public a public person, a public person of note and people who are public and live public lives and talk about their lives publicly, open themselves up to public scrutiny, whether it is deserved or not. That doesn't I don't think that I'm not sure that 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 excuses the joke necessarily. But what happens next now, here's the amazing thing and why this Oscars was different from all Os other Oscars. Right. This Oscars ceremony is different from all other Oscars ceremony and probably will will never see an Oscar ceremony like this again. So this really was the year to watch if you don't watch the Oscars, but now will watch the Oscars because you're hoping something's going to happen. Notice how Will Smith just walked right up to Chris Rock. Every other Oscars ceremony, they're always in an auditorium. They're always packed into seats. You can't get out of your seat so easily. If 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 Will Smith was up in the bleachers or whatever was uh, or was far up, you know, and he was sandwiched between Steve, Steven Spielberg and just all these people, he had to crawl over all these other you know famous celebrity whatever filmmaking actor people musician people just to get out and get down. Do you think he would have what he what 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 Will Smith is doing in this moment? In my opinion, it's an act of impulsive passion. He is not thinking, and if he has thought that he's going to do something, it's something that must, it's something that develops instantaneously. I don't think it's something, I don't think it's a super premeditated thing. At least maybe not until, you know, maybe he, he his name gets mentioned that right after Javier's name is mentioned for best actor. So what Will Smith is doing here 
is he is um, he's acting on complete impulse by deciding to get up. And I don't know this for a fact. Again, I know I keep saying that I sound like a broken record, but he is getting up out of the seat. Now, as I just said in this. So for this particular Oscar ceremony, I don't know if you noticed, if you go back to the beginning, I don't or you can see it right here. Look over to the side right here. See how everybody's just sitting in like these lounge chairs. It's like they're they are right next to the stage. They are right up front. He's nominated. Of course, he's going to be at the in the front. He's not going to be sitting up in the bleachers. It is effortless for him to approach the stage. And it's in that move that then informs what happens next because he has nothing to, because you know what happens as you're awkwardly getting out of your seat. Everybody has all eyes on you. You're going to start thinking in your head, maybe, oh, this isn't such a good idea. Oh, you know what? My, I'm, I'm really, I'm out of line here. I need to calm down. I need to cool off. I'm going to, I'm going to go back and, and take my, take my seat. I'm going to, I'm going to relax here because, you know, this is, this is crazy. Will Smith doesn't have any, any sort of physical obstacle blocking his path. And allowing for that kind of mindset to to occur, he walks right up to Chris Rock, who calls out for Richard. <laughs> right, and now here it is. Look at him. Now here's what's fascinating about Chris Rock, and I got to tell you, dude kept incredible pressure under fire like this. I mean, he's hosting the freaking Oscars, man. Look, camera dude is like filming the situation, so there is another angle right here he is keeping remarkably cool will smith has you know what like half a foot maybe even a little bit more on chris rock they are not in the same weight class right like chris like will smith is definitely a bigger guy than chris rock even though chris rock looks like he's he's gotten a little chunky little beefy over um these last few years you usually think of chris rock as really gangly and skinny and that doesn't really seem to be the case here still will smith who once played muhammad ali that doesn't mean that that doesn't qualify him as a boxer but just that he had to look that role and that he is in the frame for being cast as muhammad ali says something about the stature of will smith so will smith is in a different sort of stature class than say chris rock and here is what happens oh he just he friggin and then here he hits him with his he hits him with the right and and Chris Rock is stunned doesn't fall from his feet but it, the the sound is loud now why does it emit such a loud sound because he's mic'd up Chris Chris Rock has a lob on him and that's why the the smack might sound worse than it actually was um so we really don't know how well he he connected you know uh, it's very possible that um, it, it wasn't as much of a connect, but the sound, and I know this from video editing, if you're ever editing and you're cutting on the, if you cut on action and put a, a, a sound underneath the action you're cutting on, it's going to have the effect, even if you don't actually see the thing, it, your, your brain, your eyeballs and your ears, uh, take all those, those messages and sort of consolidate them in your brain and make you think something differently than maybe what actually happened. So let's just take it back again. So look at that. He's walking up. He's got his hands behind his back. He doesn't even have his hands out because, okay. So does Chris Rock think that Will Smith is going to hit him in this moment? I don't think so. I, I really don't because I think he might've gone more on the defensive. He doesn't think he's about to get smacked right now. Will Smith is going to smack him with his right hand, right? But he's leading with the left hand. Ready? Boom. 
And notice there's a slight pause there. You see that? There was a slight pause from Will. It's almost like uh, he sucker slaps him. Like he he sort of conceals that right hand before he before he winds back. Check this out. Look at this again. Fascinating the body language here. Ready? <laughs> he's 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 just he's sort of leading with his left and concealing his right, and then he just smacks him silly. Ready? One last time. <laughs> Boom. Oh, wow. And then you see Chris Rock gets a little bit into this sort of defensive thing. Oh, wow. It couldn't have been that hard. It couldn't have been that intense. It was more jarring. It was more shocking because Chris Rock wasn't expecting that. And I think Chris Rock maybe might be running through in his mind from his, the expressions we're about to see on his face. Perhaps Chris Rock is running through his mind and going, uh, what did, did I say? Was I, uh, how out of line was I with my joke? Uh, how is everybody intending this joke you know what i'm saying like not really sure not really sure about what is what so let's see let's take a look now at chris rock's face wow wow he's going wow he keeps his hands back he steps back i mean it's wow it is a really it is really 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 uh, um, incredible will smith just smacked the and there's that there's that crack wit comedic timing Will Smith just smacked the ish out of me right there. Shit out of me. <laughs> That's amazing. Shit out of me. That is amazing. What's on? Ready? He walks up. Wow. It's like he, he takes a step forward and then steps back because he knows he can't follow him. Will Smith, let's see what Will Smith's face is uh, here. Hold on. Um, Will Smith's face is look, Will Smith seems very pleased with what he's just done, right? Oh, wow. Look at Will Smith. Will Smith, he's walking with like the swagger. He's got his hand over here. He's got his hand down, feeling um, feeling like what he did was, I don't know if the, this is the right word, very alpha. I hate using alpha and beta words. They're so stupid. I just don't, for the lack of a better word, I don't know how else to say it. Wow. Look, look at him. He 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 feels he feels good about what he just did. At least in that moment, in that moment, or at least he is trying to present himself in a way because he realizes he has all these cameras and everything is on him. Right? Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. And I mean, I I can't think of a better recovery from Chris Rock than saying that, acknowledging what it was, and then. Now we hear we hear Will Smith go, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And what does he say that? Does he say that about specifically about G.I. Jane 2? No, he's referring to not just that, but also what happens in 2016. Did Will Smith personally tell me that? No. This is my intuition. That's all it is. My intuition based on, you know, then diving down the rabbit because i i remember i remember when when chris rock was in the news this was noted in the news that he was sort of ripping on the smiths about uh their protesting the oscars and he was he was digging into them i don't know they you know they knew each other going back before that but like that was him publicly sort of uh lambasting the smiths and i guess it it has not sat well so he, this is something that has been boiling for six years. Out your fucking mouth. Right? Now look at Will Smith's face here. 
and look at Lapidus. Oh my God. It's like you literally, this is like, I know this is, this is an unscripted real thing that is actually happening in real life, but you cannot write, you couldn't write something this good, you know? And again, that's not me. I know what that sounds like. That sounds like, you know, feasting on the psychic energy, the negativity coming from this clip. It's not that it's just like, I guess, as from a storytelling perspective or as someone who tries to do storytelling type things and looking at a real life moment as something that could be crafted, it's magnificent to watch in that sort of uh, view. Look at Will Smith's face here. And look, it's like he's doubling down on what he's done. And he's saying, keep my wife's name out of his mouth. And you can see that you can see the hurt. You can see the anger. And most of all, here's the thing that most of all, you can see that Will Smith very clearly going into the Oscar sort of situation. He knows he's up for a best actor award. He knows he's had tension with Chris Rock in the past. And he knows he's going to be up front. He knows Chris Rock is going to be telling jokes. All of that stuff sort of froths, must be frothing around in, in Will Smith's mind in some way, shape, or form. He says it later on in his acceptance speech. He talks about how we need, you know, when you're in the public eye, you're supposed to just sort of take these things and have good humor about or have a good humor about them, something like that. And you could say that that is what he's trying to do at the very beginning and realizes that he is not capable of it, realizes what he could do. Now, there's a lot of people that are outraged over the sort of impunity of walking onto a stage and assaulting a comedian as they are simply doing their job and doing that thing. And that's that's the other piece of this. It's not even like, you know, you're not supposed to heckle someone in a comedy club, period. But you do get hecklers from time to time. It's it's part of the reality of of doing comedy. The the Oscars is a completely different beast. And so but you're seeing a lot of righteous indignation and sort of like, you know, just this this selective outrage over oscar stuff you know you have these people these these uh, some a lot of them are just like you know i don't know but you have these these people famous people not famous people they're just like will smith should have been arrested <gasps> will smith should have been this will smith how dare he how inappropriate now chris rock was operating from behind the magical barrier of comedy what does that mean when i say that there is a expectation when you're up on the stage, you know, in the same way that we we have the we're protected by our First Amendment rights. We, we have the freedom of speech. It's a similar sort of thing in a comedy show. Right. A comedian is on stage doing jokes, no matter how unsavory, no matter how distasteful, no matter how terrible that those jokes are, they are protected by the fact that he is performing them on a stage and doing a show. And you have come to the show and seeing the show. And even if you hate the jokes that you don't have any license or right or, or justification to get up on stage and, and, you know, um, react in a physical, physical kind of way, they are performing. If you're offended by what they're performing, that's a whole different conversation. Kathy uh, Griffith, a comedian, has now said, uh, she said it on Twitter. She says, I wonder how many people are going to now take a page out of Will Smith's book in comedy clubs. Is this setting a precedent 
for comedians in the future that they need to watch what they say, lest somebody pull a Will Smith and come up on stage and pop them one in the mouth. Now to that, I say this, you're telling me in 50, whatever years of comedy, even longer, however long since Lenny Bruce, you're telling me that no one has ever gotten on stage and broken that, that sacred barrier between comedian and audience and popped a comedian in the face for a joke that they made. This is not something, I don't think this is something new at all. I think this is something that's happened time in memorial. Does it happen often? No. Why, why is it, why is it suddenly in our faces right now? Because it's happening between two incredibly famous people at one of the most, uh, one of the most, uh, most watched event TV events in, in the year besides the Super Bowl, right? This is a Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl level event, you know, um, and so to that, I kind of roll my eyes and I say, you can't put all that blame on Will Smith. You can't, you can't put all that on him. You know, you can't. Um, do, is Chris Rock protected by the comedian bar barrier? I, yes, I think he is. I think he was, he is hired to tell jokes, right? He is hired to tell jokes. He's hired to get up there. If you're in the audience and if you are a person of note and you're at the Oscars, you have to imagine that you are vulnerable to having a joke being told about you. It's just, I feel like you, I feel like it's just something you have to come to grips with. But this is why this is such a fascinating case study. This is a case study. People, this is not about the people. This is about the notion of, can someone make fun of me and me not retaliate because they're telling a joke on the stage? That's what it's about. That's why this is such a, an epic sort of situation, because ultimately what has happened is a dude told a joke. That's just a joke. And, you know, I feel like a lot of times I'm not even I'm not talking about comedians in general. I think in human nature, people hide behind the malevolence of joke telling. Joke telling can be incredibly cruel. It can be uh, vicious. And people love to hide behind, dude, it was just a joke. It was just a joke. That's like such a, it was satire. It was like, it's such a cop-out to me. You know, I like Mike, you know, I like crude comedy, but I also like elevated comedy. So you can give me like a duty poopy fart joke, or you can give me something like super subversive with metaphors. And I'm like, but it's just, you know what it is? It's like going for like the easy stuff. Oh, she's bald. So I'm going to make a GI Jane joke. It's like, she can't even help being bald. You know what I'm saying? Or she doesn't, she can't help that she can't grow her hair. It just, I don't know. It just, I just feel like there's, there's better jokes out there. You know, if anything, I think maybe even in a way, I know this sounds crazy. If Chris Rock is going to make a joke, if he's going to make a joke, like I'm not saying that this is not me saying he shouldn't have made a joke or he should make a joke. I'm saying if he is going to make a joke, why not tell a joke about their marriage that they talk about on TV? She voluntarily talks about her marriage. He could have made so many jokes. He went for a joke um, around her disease. I, I mean, that sucks. That's stupid. I don't know. I think that's kind of stupid. But you could see Will Smith being overly protective. And now then you have all these other people that are like, eh, eh, Will Smith is a C-U-C-K. You know, I don't want to say that word. I feel like um, YouTube will bury me in the algorithm if i say that word um you know look what happened with he doesn't care about guys doing his wife but he cares about that 
And to that, I also just kind of say, like, you don't get to decide. You don't get to decide whether Will Smith is angry about something or not. The dude was was offended, and he chose to react in that way. Was his response inappropriate? One hundred and fifty percent. Here is where Will Smith really, really had a missed opportunity. Talk about Monday. Talk about Monday morning armchair quarterbacking a situation that I would probably fail miserably if I was also in. I'd imagine, I could imagine sitting in the audience at the Oscars, let's say in another, in an alternate universe where, where I was a very famous director and made many movies and, and I was getting nominated for an Oscar and I brought my wife to the Oscars and the comedian who was up there was making a joke about my wife, about my wife's, um, my wife's mother-in-law's breast cancer. My, my wife's mother-in-law is, uh, has struggles with breast cancer and MS at the same time. If you could imagine, imagine having MS and breast cancer at the same time and your, your treatment medications actually conflict with each other which makes treatment even harder. It's a very, it's been a very hard situation for us. It's like not easy. And then imagine a famous comedian that has a beef with me now makes a joke about my wife and cancer or something makes a wife about makes a joke about, Oh, you you better hope that your wife doesn't get cancer. Cause then she should be like, whatever. Some, some, something like that, that maybe that's a little bit more serious than say al- alopecia. I don't know. I'm not going to compare alopecia to cancer. I, again, <laughs> I want to get myself into trouble. I don't know what you shouldn't compare those things either. I'm just saying um, that I wouldn't feel catch feelings about that and march right up to that comedian, want to punch him in the, in, in the mouth or smack him or tell him not to do that. No matter what the venue might be, no matter what my wife has done to me or I've done to her. So I, so I can kind of, I, I can kind of empathize with that. I can, however, however, again, in, from a societal standpoint, from a performing standpoint, from an artistic standpoint, if you are on stage making a jokes at an event, you are project, you are protected by your comedian rights. You are protected. He, um, uh, what's his face? What's his face is uh, Chris Rock is protected by that. And Will Smith was out of line. Here's the missed opportunity for Will Smith. Will Smith didn't know he was going to win the Oscar, but he did. That was the craziest part. And I tweeted this out. I said, man, now I want to see if Will Smith wins the Oscar because I want to see what that acceptance speech is like. Like to have Will, like you couldn't write anything better. And here's the thing. A part of me is wondering, let's say that he wasn't not only a nominee, but that he wasn't the person that was going to win. Would he have been kicked out of out of the Oscars like so many people wanted him? He he wanted him to be kicked out of the Oscars, right? They wanted him to get kicked out or people wanted him to be kicked out. Um, Would that have happened? I don't think the, uh, the Oscars were like, sh- like, what are we going to do? The dude is the best. He won the Oscar for the best actor. Do you know if they were thinking about that, if they were um, entertaining the notion that we have to kick Will Smith out, which I don't think they wouldn't have done that anyway. How are you going to kick out the guy who won the best actor award at your own Sarah? Like you can't do that. So Will Smith gets back up 
he he makes an apology. He doesn't apologize to Chris Rock, but he does make an apology. He talks about, oh, there was something else that happened in between. Um, the, what happened was Denzel Washington, Tyler Perry, and Bradley Cooper come up and they're talking to Will Smith. And uh, Denzel Washington says something to Will Smith about uh, the devil. Uh, the devil gets you when you're at your highest or something. And, and Will Smith thanks Denzel and his acceptance speech over it. And you get, they're having this powwow. And I've heard some black people sort of dissect what that powwow must have been. None of us know what was said. I've heard what some black people have said they think that powwow is about. And it leads to a much larger conversation about what's going on, which I'm going to acknowledge that this is also racially charged. This whole situation is racially charged. It not because of, not because of, who um it it's racially charged because of the, the 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 way people are commenting about it and the way that people have held other situations uh in different regards and i'm going to tell you something right now i am not going to comment on that i'm not going to comment on that you know why because it's not my place to and i'm just going to shut up about it because it's not my place to but if you go to black twitter you will see plenty of conversation and commentary on a much bigger picture, even bigger than the idea of like what is what what rights a comedian has or d- d- does not have. And I'm not going to like I said, I'm not going to comment. I'll tell you one thing. I This is one thing I will comment on. I'll comment from only my personal experience. Every single time i see somebody who is jewish do something that like whatever they do something in that it gets portrayed in a negative light i immediately turn in my mind to the notion of what that how that reflects on the rest of us or what that sort of echoes or how it reverberates um, for our very, you know, we, there are not a lot of Jews out there. We're, we're not, there are not a lot of, it's only about 14 million of us across the whole world. And in that kind of way, that is what I'm reading a lot about, or that's what I'm seeing a lot of on Twitter in a different kind of way. And like I said, that's the most I'm going to say about it. I am just going to leave that one alone, alone. Uh, let's get back to the video. So we see Will Smith here, very, uh, very wow, upset. Wow, dude. Wow, dude. It was- and he goes, yes. And look at her face. Look at her face, man. She is like, she's like, am I really seeing this right now? Is this really happening? G.I. Jane jump. Now, why does Chris Rock say that was a G.I. Jane joke? He says it for two reasons, I think. The first reason was, he wants to say, hey, Will, this is not about Jada. This is about, this is making a reference to G.I. Jane. And two, this is a super harmless joke compared to what I could have said. There's a bunch of different things I could have said, Will. That's what I get when he said it was a G.I. Jane joke, meaning that he knows about her hair condition. He knows what gets associated by making that G.I. Jane joke and is now defending his position by saying it was a G.I. Jane joke. And Will Smith, who is reading into the subtext, he's reading subversively into what's happening. He already knows, he knows that's not the case. And he's saying, keep 
my wife's name out of your mouth. What could have Will Smith done that would have been so much like um, more effective? He gets up there. He waits to see if he wins the Oscar. He gets up and he goes to the podium. And instead of giving his speech, he could have just like, he could have just turned to Chris Rock and just, well, he could have done two things. One, he could have given that uh, a speech and totally gone, um, gone, uh, what's it called? He could have just done something very, very subversive and metaphorical and totally done a barb at Chris. You know, he could have talked about Chris, why, uh, Chris Rock's, uh, addictions to, um, uh, uh, P O R N. He could have talked about Chris Rock's infidelity. There's a bunch of things he could have retaliated. He could have retaliated through his speech. He could have done something to retaliate or B he could have done this. And this I think would have been far more effective and would have turned public opinion. Cause here's the thing. This is a war of public opinion. And I got to tell you, I from what I see on Twitter, I feel like Will Smith is losing this war. I think most people have sided with Chris Rock in the situation what would have helped Will Smith a lot in this situation is if he had said, my wife suffers from apopecia or alopecia or whatever it's called. She can't help. She can't grow her own hair. She can't cut. He could have made a whole statement about G.I. Jane, stood up for his wife, used his words and used his platform, his platform, the one that Ricky Gervais like lambasted all of you know these famous people for for using their platform to talk about issues he could have used his 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 spotlight with the whole world watching to raise awareness for like alopecia and and yada 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 maybe even say something about alopecia alopecia charities he could have totally turned this right around on chris rock and burned him so bad chris rock would have been destroyed by this and then he walks up to his wife, Jada, takes her by the hand, takes his Oscar, says thank you, and walks out of the Oscars. That would have been that would have been something else. That would have been so powerful and effective. We are approaching the stopping time. My son is going to be home from school. My daughter has to get get up from uh, her, her thing. Name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? He says, I'm going to. Um, Chris Rock doesn't know what to do here. <laughs> he can't talk. That was... he, he is shocked. He's shocked. And I feel like it's almost like he's turning to maybe somebody on the Oscar side of things like help. Uh, help. Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. And, and again, another brilliant save by Chris Rock. He's saying that was... Uh, uh, one of the greatest nights in the history of television. And I think he's right because we literally see, you know, what's amazing about memes and like these things that are created on the internet. All of them have a Genesis in a single moment in a single picture, so much information, so much conversation, all of this stuff explodes. It's like a big bang almost. And he's right. It is, will go down in the history as one of the most like, you know, iconic, infamous, famous moments of history te in television, right? Okay. So we are here. Look, he can't talk to, now. Uh, give a documentary out. To give to a documentary out. For best documentary. He he just he doesn't know. He can't try to now, collect himself. Now the beauty of documentaries, because they and he kind of like fumble. I think he fumbles over here. Those two comments are really you, good. When you watch one, you feel smart. 
he doesn't he doesn't even know he can't he can't even get his he's still processing like what's just happened the, like you know like you read a book or something like you know you read a book he doesn't know he can't he can't even but all you really did was get high and watch netflix so everybody's he, still everybody's still processing you know here we go here we go the documentaries so that's it okay so all right we're gonna try and condense the rest of this stuff super quick and i just want to say i love all of the comments here i can't comment on them because we will be here for you know me guys you know me too well and you know what will happen if we go to the comments this is supposed to be a quick and dirty thing uh all right now the next thing i want to go into remember how we mentioned the thing about um the 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 black side of the conversation here there is uh there's that whole thing and i can't really i i can't really comment on that and so i thought instead of me commenting on it and weighing in on it um why not have this is uh here is a uh, a black woman uh talk her name is fidgets and fries and here she is talking about here she is talking about um the oscars and her pov of the oscars and I feel like it's better that she speak instead of I. So I'll let her, I will, and I'm going to, I'm going to read verbatim uh, in her vernacular. She says, I'm going to say some stuff and a good percentage of y'all going to be mad, but I literally ain't living to please y'all. So deal or I D G F uh, uh, basically D gaff, I D gaff, which is, I don't give a fug. Um, one, this man rock made a whole ass documentary about black hair, how important it is to our culture, how important it is to our women, how we live in a world that doesn't love, cherish, respect, and even protect us from our damn tresses for this skin. This mf -er knew better regardless, meaning knew better about Jada's hair. Regardless of whether he knew about her condition, he knew better. Or sorry, he knew better because of the, the connotations, the social connotations. Um, two, comedians stay punching down. That ain't funny. It's a joke. Um, no, no, excuse me. Okay, I the reason why I said black girl, I, I and I see that you're black. I acknowledge that you're black folk yourself. Your comments aren't going under the radar. I'm just not looking at any of the comments because we will be here for so long. That's why I chose this thing in particular. But I would love very much. Did you comment more above? Here we go. I see. It's amazing how normal females. Okay. Amazing how how normal it is for females to make fun of bald guys, but when a dude makes a joke about a girl of al alopecia, the world goes crazy. Talk about the double standard and privileges. By the way, Will Smith is a bona fide simp, has been cheated on by his wife, and he tried to compensate his loss of dignity with a little show he put on yesterday. Um, yeah, okay, yes. I, I don't I don't deny either one of those things. I appreciate you weighing in and i'm not ignoring your comments in particular i'm ignoring all comments because i'm trying to just stay on track here okay just want to put that out there um but this this black girl here she had just written this thing and i thought it was just interesting it was a perspective that i was not familiar i was not familiar with this perspective you know what i'm saying and that's why i wanted to highlight it it's not my words and it's not for me to weigh in you know, so that's why I'm reading what she wrote. 
I don't know. Is this, is this, uh, do you really mean thanks a lot, buddy? Or are you being, I don't know. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. In any case, I didn't mean any, any, uh, slight or ignore ignorance of any kind. I just am trying to get through this thing because my wife, uh, not my wife, my daughter and my son, uh, my son's coming home on the bus and my daughter's going to wake up any moment. All right. All right. I'm going to keep reading. So number two, she says, she says, comedians stay punching down. That ain't funny. It's a joke. You ain't going to be responsible for how someone interprets them, them words, once they leave your lips. You need to be real deliberate about what you say and ready for any consequences should they come your way. Three, Jada has been vocal about her medical condition for years. This ain't new information. And this man standing up for his wife after someone mocked her for her hair, she literally can't grow, really ain't hitting my radar for worst things that could happen to a mother effort. Four, I ain't, I ain't about to be mad at no black man for protecting his black wife, period. I swear, I ain't. Five, uh, I really ain't trying to hear no white folks speak on black trauma and our response to it. Nah, which is precisely why I'm reading her comments instead of, speaking myself because like i said it's it's not it's not my pov to speak on so i'm not going to even try okay oh no you oh you oh you mean it you mean it good 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 yeah um yes good 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 excellent excellent um yeah so i i get that as well uh six i'll debate this subject amongst my people period uh, they are the ones qualified for inclusion in this conversation. This wasn't just about a joke. This wasn't just about a slap. It was about the constant disrespect we endure as black women, often at the hands of the patriarchy and racism and the lack of protection that comes to us when we do. There's more. But like I said, I prefer to discuss in house. Fine. And, and not not for me. I'm not going to sit here and unpack that either. It's not. I'm just I'm just re rereading her statement. Uh, she goes. Seven, more than one thing can be true. The joke was in poor taste, offensive as F. Uh, one can be proud of a black man standing up for his black wife and upset at the way he went about doing so. Meaning, you know, that that you could be proud to stand up for your wife, but also upset at the way it was done. Uh, and then eight, nuance is a hell of a thing and this thing is definitely nuanced and then she says ain't no comments allowed this ain't a debate and i ain't in need of attaboys for expressing something i would have regardless of support so i think that it, that also deserves to i mean that needs to be me uh, mentioned in this conversation very next thing we're man we are running out of time here okay here's the next thing um this is Will Smith. So here is the history now. Now we're going we're going back to the the history uh, of what was of what was. Ready? Here we go. Keep a uh, an ear out for the doorbell. Let me see. Okay. Will Smith, this is from the uh, the Daily Beast. I like the Daily Beast. Will Smith and Chris Rock's bitter history that led to the Oscars slap. Oh, I guess we can see where I got that uh, thumbnail for this uh, video. About two and a half hours into an already off-kilter show, things at the Oscars got drastically weirder when the Best Actor nominee, Will Smith, uh, slapped presenter Chris Rock across the face for making a joke about his wife, Jada Pickett-Smith. Uh, we already know this. Blah, 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 blah. We don't need to re reiterate that. Um, 
the, this reaction by Smith for a seemingly light joke made by someone who is not only familiar with the couple, but also starred with Pickett Smith in the Madagascar franchise. I forgot that. So they had actually starred together in, in some movies, struck many viewers online as odd and even possibly a scripted bit gone wrong. But last December, Pickett Smith revealed that the decision to shave her head was not totally voluntary as she struggles with a common hair loss disease for black women called alopecia. But Rock has also had a history of poking fun at Smith, uh, Pickett Smith, particularly at, on Oscar stage, on Oscar on the Oscar stage that uh, that may piece at least some parts of this puzzle together. Um, last uh, the last time Rock hosted the award ceremony was in 2016, also known as the year of Oscars So White. That was the big controversy. A lot of people were upset that um, that everybody who was nominated was white and that there was there, there were no uh, there were no black people or people of color nominated. Pickett Smith had previously announced in a video that she would be boycotting the Oscars after her husband was snubbed for his performance in the film Concussion. Uh, Rock took the opportunity to poke fun at Pickett Smith snarkily asking isn't she on a tv show jada boycotting the oscars is like me boycotting rihanna's panties the host the host continued i wasn't invited the hollywood mostly white elites in the audience burst out into laughter a few minutes in, later into the broadcast smith addressed the altercation uh when he won the best best actor award confirming that it was driven out of anger Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his family. Oh, that's why he was saying Richard uh, began. He began in his tear field speech. I'm being called in, in my life to I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people. He continued. I know to do what we do. You've got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you in this business. You've got to be able to have people disrespecting you and you've got to smile and you've got to pretend like that's okay. And that's what I was commenting on that he was doing at the very beginning for decades. The Smiths have endured plenty of rumors, criticisms, and jokes about their marriage, which has seen extramarital affairs or entanglements. And according to Smith during his recent book tour is open. So they have an open marriage and they talk about it. Even during the beginning of the Oscars telecast, co-host Regina Hall, a friend of Pickett Smith's, lightly joked about the two not being monogamous. While Smith seemed remorseful in his speech, it certainly won't be the last we hear about his attack on right, right, blah, 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 blah. Let's see what Chris Rock said in 2016 that sort of started the fermentation of this situation. I'm here the Academy Awards, uh, otherwise known as the uh, White People's Choice Awards. Making, there you go. Head on oh, no. That's not what we want. We don't want to hear that. Uh, dang. I thought this was going to actually, oh, here, here's the sound bite. We don't, we don't want to, we don't want to hear. Here, let's see if this works. Jada's mad. Her man, Will, was not nominated for concussion. I get it. I get it. Tell the truth. I get it. I get it. You get mad. She said, it's, it's not fair that Will was this good and didn't get nominated. Yeah, you're right. It's also not fair that Will was paid $20 million for Wild Wild West, okay? So there you go. So, so there you go. There was, there was, um, I mean, there, there was, he, he was, he was making jokes. And even the jokes in that weren't, I mean, they were pretty benign. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not like they weren't. I think what he said 
for this one was way more under the belt than what he said in 2016. Okay, that's my son. Guys, I'm going to be right back. Two seconds. Don't go anywhere. Uh, I hate doing that. <laughs> I hate doing that, but... Um, I mean, I, I, I was like, man, I hate to, I hate to leave the broadcast, but like, uh, oh no, sorry. I feel like we still have more to talk about, but I had to make sure my son got in okay. And that he's, he's all settled in. He's fine. He's going to watch Lord of the Rings upstairs. Anyway, as I was saying, um, whew, sorry, I ran all the way outside. I had to go to the bus, get him off the bus. Uh, Noah's still asleep. So we have a few more minutes to, to discuss this. So it seems like, and who knows what's happening behind the scenes. Maybe this was really boiling and fermenting even further. Hold on real quick. Um, now we're going to go over here. Over here. Um, hold on just a moment. So then Chris Rock says he won't file He's not going to file a police report, right? Uh, Al Alex says, I came here to get the Caucasian perspective on this. Uh, I would actually like to hear your perspective, please. Let's uh, let's let what what do you how do you feel about it? I'll, I will highlight this comment. Please, please, please uh, weigh in yourself. How about that? Um, <laughs> Loki says, yeah, I know. If he just if he would just grow up, it's not like you know, it's not like he's uh six years old. Ah, oh, you got oh, you guys are so sweet. See, this is the problem. Now I'm going into the comments. I could see too many comments. What's up, buddy? You want a snack? You can unscrew the door. You can unlock. You can open the door. Wait, what? Of, of Lord of the Rings? All right, hold on. He wants the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Let me go help him. I'll be right back. All right, all right, I'm coming, I'm coming. Okay, where were we? Sorry, just wanted to met my son. Wanted a very particular part of Lord of the Rings. Just want to make sure he was all set up and happy. I'm going to, what time is it? I'm going to have to get dinner prepped soon. Um, here, let me share this real quick. Let's take a look. Chris Rock won't file a police report. So Chris, it's, we found out that Chris Rock is not going to file a po police report, uh, after Will Smith, uh, slaps him at the Oscars, which I think is the classy move here. I think that's the classy move. I, I think it would be ridiculous. It would just make, it would make Chris Rock look so so much worse if he he really sort of i think even chris rock must have seen or must must understand on some level like like i i you know maybe i i i, I stepped too far or something and uh, i think that was the the right kind of thing to to do no it's not no 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 loki it's you don't it's not on we have like door safety like plastic safety things for for uh my my daughter so she doesn't uh open up we just had like safety child proof door door stuff and my son will unscrew the, the door the the thing in order to get into things that he leaves it unscrewed and then the baby gets in it's just annoying 
Um, Alex says Will Smith was showing out for his wife. He laughed at first. Romper room. I don't know what that. I don't know what you mean by romper room. In any case, in any case, I think this was the right move on Chris Rock's part. This was uh, in the whole situation. I think that 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 was the the right thing to do. And then here's something else that's happening that I think is um, really, really just ridiculous, really ridiculous, atrocious, atrociously atrocious. So apparently I've heard more about this on Twitter than I've had. This is an article, the the, the article I was able to find. Apparently it's possible that the Academy may or could take Will Smith's Oscar from him. And I think that would be absolutely ridiculous to take away Will Smith's Oscar, man. How are you going to take away dude's Oscar for something? I mean, this is completely unrelated to winning for his performance. And as we've seen, you literally have Mel Gibson in the audience. You literally have Mel Gibson in the audience. We all remember what happened with Mel Gibson. And I love Mel Gibson, by the way. We all know that I love Mel Gibson. Um. I have let go of Mel Gibson's past transactions against the Jews. Um, <laughs> but it's like you have you have Mel Gibson in the audience like, oh, like that, you know what I'm saying? Like how you're going to wait, wait, wait. So you're going to like you're going to revoke his Oscar. Like I, I, I hope to God that's just like hearsay and that, that that's not true. That would be absolutely ridiculous of the highest degree. It was a crazy situation. It was a situation that truly was partially facilitated by the design of the Oscar setup. That does that doesn't blame you can't blame the Oscars for Will Smith smacking Chris Rock, but it's the way that they had set up the the whole sort of thing, right? They had set it up in this kind of way where uh, Will Smith was able to impulsively get up and do what he did. You know, like I, I just I don't know. I, I just feel like it would be so ridiculous. Um, I'd be, I think it would be so ridiculous. Um, oh, this is interesting. Actually, this is interesting. What about teaching some of these untouchables that there are consequences? Imagine if it was Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn and how they would charge him with hate crimes. That's now remember how I said that this was sort of racially charged. Like here's a perfect example. People like space trucker here are coming up. I've seen, I'm seeing it on Twitter, a lot of it on Twitter where people are then saying, what if it was Ryan Reynolds? What if it was so-and-so? What if it was so-and-so, you know, putting white actors into the situation and sort of changing it, meaning why are you specifically, you know, notating it being Kurt Russell? Why are you notating it being Ryan Reynolds? Because you're, you're looking at it from a racial perspective. So it is a, there is a racial aspect to that conversation, to this conversation. Um, some people think that that there's hypocrisy. Some people think that, um, you know, there's lots of double standards. He's also speaking to it's also speaking to. Yes, of course, Kurt Russell is still alive. Loki, what are you what are you talking crazy? Um, it is speaking to this idea of untouchables, but here, let me give you another example uh, of untouchable. And for any of my, uh, you're not for all, for my concern. If anybody who's watching this that's conservative is not going to like what I'm about to say, but we literally had the worst president in the history of presidents, like uh, remain untouchable for how long? I mean, this guy incited, tried to incite uh, insurrection, and <laughs> like nothing's happened to him. 
Nothing bad happened to him. He has dodged two impeachment, like all this stuff. Don't I mean untouchables? Come on, come on. Like what? What are we gonna? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pick Will Smith. We're gonna pick Will Smith as our an example to uh, uh, to make an example out of someone who thinks that they're untouchable. I mean, come on, let's go after the. Why, why not go after someone who like really means something, like Trump? You know what I'm saying? This is nothing. This is nothing compared to that. And yes, there's also a lot of, you know, a lot of people are like, sort of like, you know, they're taking the stance of like, violence is never the answer and violence is never justified and violence is, you know, uh, 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 does not solve problems. And I agree with all of those statements. I really, really do. However, once again, you have people do people are people don't act rationally. They do impulsive things. They do they, they they make sort of calculated sort of statements. Um, I don't know. <laughs> We're on the second word. <laughs> I know that's the funniest part. That's another thing I'm seeing on Twitter. Too, is like people are just like, well, people want a distraction from from how scary World War Three is. I guess maybe that's why. That's why. Mordecai said, "Will will Mordecai, you're coming so late to the conversation or I just didn't see your comments earlier." Um then then he was mad. Rock made fun of his What's up? Can I make you what? You want to come say hello? I'm on a broadcast. Hi guys, this is my son. Say hi. Hello. We're, we're talking about we're talking about things that you shouldn't be here for while we're talking about. So I can't. What what is it that you need me to do? Um, I need you to go back from the Lord of the Rings. Oh come on, you can do that yourself. I here, put, look, I press this to... button. This is the wrong remote. That's why you got to use the other remote. Look, look, see this button? You hit that, and it will send you back another. And can you wash your hands? They're so sticky from the lollipop. Use the other remote, Jordan. It'll be fine. Wait, Jordan, close the door, please. Kids. Thank you. Um, should we go after everyone that bends and breaks laws? 100% agree. I, yeah, but I mean, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. But isn't it interesting, Space Trucker, isn't it interesting how this has opened up all of this kind of converse, all of this sort of thing? Um, I'll, thank you. Retro Gem Media says, haven't caught one of your streams since you had COVID. How are you holding up? I'm great. We're all great. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah. He's much better looking than you. I agree. He's a great, isn't he a great looking kid? I love that kid. That kid is the best of me. I, I just, I love him. He's so brilliant. And I'll tell you something. He's got a penchant for performing. I really think he could get into acting. I, I have a feeling if he wants to, if he wants to, but you know, he likes, you know, he likes doing impressions of all his favorite characters. Like he does Gollum from Lord of the Rings and he does Yoda and he has like a penchant for, for um, mimicry. And I just I I would love to see him explore that if it's if that's something that he wanted to do. <laughs> A little promise, yes. Yeah, guys. I, I mean, this is getting into. Thank you, thank you, Alex. Um, 
I, you know, this is, um, it's just a crazy sort of situation. It's interesting how basically it comes down to this. It's interesting how the, the, this situation has opened up such a giant can of worms. I mean, first from the, from the, the, from the sense of like this happening at this event, then from the sense of who it's happening to, then from the sense of people going, well, what if it was the rock? That was something we didn't mention. Not Chris rock, the rock, the rock is in the audience. If Dwayne Johnson had made that joke, would Will Smith had gone after Chris rock, uh, gone after Dwayne, the rock Johnson. And that's another interesting observation. We said that this was a, uh, sort of like inspired thing if it was the rock would he have sized up the rock walked up to the rock and smacked him would he walked up to the rock and smacked him and then took some licks knowing that he like was like a g in the sense of like walking up to someone who's like so much bigger than him and could like just like destroy him and still do it because it's like in um it's on the oscars it's in like this public sort of arena I don't know. I really, really don't know. But that also that also comes into play as well. Like when when talking about that conversation of like, what if this was Ryan Reynolds? What if this what if this was Kurt Russell? What if this was somebody else? And the last thing we're going to do, the last thing we're going to do before we leave. And this is this is something that that I will. Okay, so we're going to go to Twitter now really really been just going down these these twitter rabbit holes lately here we're on twitter now and this is this is where you go to explore when you want to get when you want to get the the all the all the latest cutting things being said all you do is just go to twitter you just see what's trending and, and there you go so this is maybe chris rock that's 20 so tiffany haddish she's an another one uh, who has sort of jumped to Will Smith's defense and says, Tiffany Haddish on Will Smith sm uh, slapping Chris Rock during the Oscars. Uh, when I saw a black man stand up for his wife, that meant so much to me. And maybe the world might not like how it went down. But for me, it made me believe there are still men that love their women. So that's one thing. Um, this is referencing something really old with Chris Rock. I'm, we don't need to see that. Um Here's someone saying, just my opinion. Well, let me screen this before I read it. Okay, interesting. She goes, just my opinion. But if I didn't know what I know now, the picture on the left looks like a shaved hairstyle, but the one on the right looks like a condition. So maybe Chris Rock saw the same thing, uh, which would be understandable why he felt he could make a joke about it. But we know that he literally produced a documentary about black hair, about black, black people's hair. Like, you know, and and how like the sort of like the racial connotations or like, you know, the the um uh, what's it called? The, the the connections or not the connections, feelings, the feelings of rate uh, uh, of racial observate. No, what am I trying to say here? Like the way the way black people feel about their hair in in uh, regards to uh, hair beauty standards throughout the rest of the world. That's what that documentary was about, something like that. Um, here we go. Blair, Blair Channing Ray says, maybe Chris Rock should just be able to tell jokes at the Oscars without being accosted on stage. Just saying. 
Will Smith was laughing it up until Jada started eye rolling. That's what a lot of people think. I can't believe he overshadowed his historical win with violence just because his wife got offended at a, over a joke. Now, here's my one. Listen, that is a totally valid take here. Here. If I could have a conversation with this person right now, here's what I would say to her. I would say, but how do we know that that it was just him being offended, just about him, his wife being offended over a joke? How do we know that this wasn't personal for him? Like it must have been personal for Will on some level that, yes, he's going after one of Will's loved ones, but that this was really about what had happened in 2016. And once again, here is Chris Rock humiliating House of Smith live on the Oscars, you know, in his mind, maybe. You know, um, let's see. Shocked they let Smith. So Jason says, shocked they let Smith stay in the audience after assaulting Rock. A distasteful joke, but that doesn't mean you get to assault someone. Who made that decision? Maybe Chris Rock lobbied them not to escalate the feud and that he wouldn't press charges. None of this makes sense. There was more. I mean, more had happened. Like, there's like a picture directly in the aftermath, and it's like, you know, uh, Chris Rock is standing like right near Will Smith, who's being spoken to by a publicist and Denzel Washington. Apparently, Denzel Washington did not wasn't just comforting Will Smith. He was kind of laying into him, being like, dude, you can't do that sort of stuff. Something like that, from my understanding. Um, Rex says, I just want to say for the record, I cannot abide people hitting other people over a verbal joke. Maybe Chris Rock was out of line. That does not excuse an open act of violence like we witnessed tonight. It sets a terrible example and is just not cool. I, you know, and then the flip side of that is like, if this was like a comedy club, I don't even think anybody would be talking about this. I think because it's the Oscars and because of everybody who's watching, I, I think that's what makes this so powerful. You know what I mean? Um, Larry Fine says, I, do, I don't understand. You can just punch a dude on live TV and nobody blinks except maybe Chris Rock. And then Larry Fine also said, this seems like to be a dummy account because Larry Fine's been dead for 50 something years. Why is Will Smith still in the building? Why is anybody, why isn't anyone objecting to the fact that he's assaulted Chris Rock? If I punch Chris Rock in the face, I suspect security would intervene. Unbelievable. And he's angry about it. Right. And like, I think what Larry Fine doesn't realize, because this is from 16 hours ago, is that Will Smith was the winner of the best actor Oscar. And that, of course, I think, I think that the, the, the powers that be at the Oscars are, thinking, wow, it's going to be so much. It'll be way worse. It would be way worse if if we don't, if we kicked Will Smith out than if we let him stay, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Grace says, some comedians are funny without having to make fun of other people's medical conditions or disabilities. Maybe Chris Rock should try that someday. And that's like what a lot of people say. That's this whole notion of, you know, there's this whole idea in comedy. So again, going back to sacred comedy rights where comedy is this like pure is like the purest form of free speech that is more protected than anything else. Like it's because it's not just free speech. It's also it's art is what it is. It's there's like there it, it's an art form. It's public speaking. It's spoken word art, right? Joke, uh, joke telling in that kind of way. Um, and it's just kind of like, it's this notion that, 
and and you know you know who was a big proponent of this actually george carlin one of the greatest one of the goats right george carlin he there's a go find a clip of george carlin he talks about how it just like punching down is is so like lame like why punch down you know you you can't when you're doing comedy good comedy doesn't punch down i think that's what he said and what is the act of punching down you hear this all the time it means like it means like telling jokes about minorities or marginalized people in a way where it maybe might propagate something like i don't know like the, there's a bunch of different i'm, I'm not i don't you know what? Instead of pretending like I know what I'm talking about, let's look up the definition of what punching down means, right? Punching down. I'm not going to sit here and half-ass this. Let's. What does it mean to punch down? This is from Google. Um, uh, to attack or criticize someone in a less powerful position. Okay. And I think that's a very blanketed statement because we would both agree that if I made a joke maybe if I made a joke about Will Smith, it would not be punching down. Right. I don't think it would be punching down. Um, but if it was more of a blanketed statement, maybe it would be punching down. I don't know. Here's another comment. Maybe Chris rock and anyone else who saw that would think twice before intentionally embarrassing a woman with a deeply personal genetic disorder. She can't control while someone who loves her is within an earshot. Okay, everything that John Phipps just said is super valid, but here's my question for John Phipps and all the others out there. Does it justify violence? Does it justify uh, a veto of the comedy by, by hitting someone? And then, you know, you can look at it this from a street perspective. And when I say street, that is not some sort of, that, that, that's not any other euphemism, but the idea of like what street justice is. You hear all these New York hardcore guys talk about street justice. And what is street justice? It's this idea of like, it basically goes around like this. You've heard it, you've heard about it before, you know, F around and find out, you know, if you, if you talk smack, you will get smacked. You know, it's this notion of like, if you run your mouth, you better be able to, to, to back it up. And again, I just want to, no, I just want to clarify that that is not talking about that is not that is not a racial thing that is a that is in relation to you know the the, the streets if you could call them that the idea of just you know the street justice that's what it is you know this notion that like you know if you talk shit someone might come up to you and punch you in the face you're not protected you're not protected from physical injury when you talk bad about people if you're walking around the street. That's literally all I mean when I'm talking about street justice. Um, okay, so this is another, here's another take, ready? This is from Ari Limbrick. And she says, funny how people are calling the slap. Oh, no, we just lost it. Funny how we're call how people are calling the slap toxic masculinity while excusing the toxic masculinity uh, misogynoir. It's not misogyny. It's misogynoir, meaning meaning misogyny towards black women and ableism in the joke. Words are violence. Quit tone policing the reaction to violence. Maybe Chris Rock shouldn't have kept Will Smith's maybe Chris Walk should have kept Will Smith's name out of his effing mouth. And the thing about Twitter is it is just a endless. It's it's an endless 
endless ocean. I mean, we could do this all day. And I saw a ton of very interesting, um, uh, a ton of interesting things. Here's one. Someone said, maybe Chris Rock is not a comedic genius after all. So many comebacks from that. I get bitch slapped for making a bald joke while August walks free. Life's not fair, kids. It's March. How does Will live through August? Uh, you are not Tupac. Sit your ass down. I mean, those are, I mean, those are all really, I mean, uh, yes, those would have all been snappy comebacks, but I ultimately, I think what Chris, how Chris Rock handled it was a snappy comeback. Um, but like I said, we literally can just do circles and circles and circles around this. So I'm going to just, I'm going to put a pin in it there. Uh, thank you so much for joining this, uh, edition. And if you like beefs and feuds, we have a ton on the channel, We've, we've weighed in on a whole bunch of different situations, okay? This is not the only one that we have discussed. And, you know, the, the opportunity presented itself. You see why I don't do this during the day? Because the kids, for the kids, the kids interrupt. A um, couple of quick things. We are sponsored by riotstickers.com. You can see right here. And if you go to a link in the description, you can get 53-inch by 3-inch stickers for 50% off. 50 stickers for 50% off with the promo code FRUMESS, F-R-U-M-E-S-S. Just go down into the description and use the link. As you can see behind me, this beautiful banner, this FRUMESS banner with me, with my moon face, uh, was, was printed up by Sharpie Riot at riotstickers.com. Uh, they are the bomb. And we have a fun little theme song that, that sort of denotes that. So we're going to do that real, real quick. Hold on. Um, yes, right. Sickers, we are the bomb. I'd like to advise you all at five o'clock. The another chapter of Return of Living Dead, the novelization is going to drop. We have finished reading the book. If you are a Patreon or a YouTube casualty member, if you're a YouTube member or a Patreon member, you can you can play all of these videos. They're all I, I finished the last one last week, so they're all available to you now. Um, we're going to be closing up for, you know, pu the public viewing of those things. We'll, we'll soon those will all be, all be out and about. Additionally, as I previously said, um, on, on, on various different social media platforms, I had the honor to interview a punk icon. Uh, no, it is not anybody in the misfits but it is someone who is right up that next right up there next to him and um it i think it's a, it's probably one of the biggest if not the biggest 
guest we've had for the channel thus far. And I, I just really, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful uh, to, um, to have done this and I can't wait for you all to see it. It will be a little bit because Patreons and YouTube members will get a first crack at an early exclusive look at that pizza punk interview before everybody else. And then eventually it will be available to the public uh, per perhaps in a month or two months from now. So you got to wait, but not the, 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 the Patreon people won't have to wait, but everybody else has got to wait. Uh, additionally, we have another episode of streaming evil live show coming to you guys. I think it's going to be on Thursday and we remember we did the uh, Initium meets Earth AD project. Well, we have a few more songs from out, from friend to the channel, I Misanthrope, and he's gonna be he's gonna be premiering them. There's five uh, five extra songs that were not originally available, so we're gonna do a little show around that. We're gonna talk more about our uh, Devilock pageant uh, part two, the second Devilock pageant. So make sure you you stick around for that. And I'm just working away. I've been clipping up all these 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 longer shows into smaller, more digestible clips. Um, so that will be really good. Yes, there'll be more sinful celluloid. We don't have we have we have, we don't have anything on the books right in this second, but there will definitely be another episode in the future. Check out the last episode we did. We had Ace Von Johnson of LA Guns, the guitarist for LA Guns, Ace Von Johnson, and uh friend to the channel, Thundergrunts Bob Rose joined us for a massive episode, not to be missed. I think personally one of the best sinful celluloids we've done yet to this day and what else can i tell you uh and then uh, another live pizza will be coming up we're gonna have our friend kevin 45 uh friend to the channel someone i've known someone who i met at a danzig show actually funny enough and he'll be on to talk about his project that i think you all are going to really truly appreciate and uh i know i mentioned the patreon a couple times you might not know what the patreon is well let me tell you about it uh, in the meantime, peace and hair grease. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Jeff. So I've decided to make a Patreon. What is Patreon? I don't know how to define a Patreon. Let me look it up. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it very easy for creators to get paid for the things that they're already creating. I want to do it full-time. I want this to be my full-time job. In my efforts to make that happen, I've set up this platform. Is it going to work? Is it going to be successful? I don't know, but I would rather try and crash and burn than not try at all. The goal is to create enough passive revenue so that I can continue to do this full-time, uninterrupted. Why? Because I love to do this. I love creating content. I love making videos. I love shooting films. I love doing podcasts. In case you couldn't tell, I love to talk and I never shut the fuck up. <laughs> so right now I've kept the Patreon incredibly simple. There's two tiers and that may change in the future. The Murdergram is a simple way to extend support for all of the hours and hours of free content on the channel for nothing more than a dollar. 38 cents goes to Patreon. What's a buck 38, eh? It's less than a cup of coffee, but it's a great way that you can show support for very little effort. When you divide that $1.38 by the hours and hours and hours of time spent listening to this endless drivel of content, the dollar cost average works out. Next up is the YouTube casualty for $6.66. <laughs> 
The YouTube casualty is loaded to the gills. Enjoy the archive ad-free as well as ad-free early access to special docu-style podcast videos, music reaction commentaries, and the like a month before they drop on YouTube, loaded with ads, I might add. You're also going to get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes content that is not available on YouTube or anywhere else. So you get to peek behind the veil. And believe me, there's a couple of choice pieces. Most of all, more than anything, whether you join the Patreon or not, I just want to thank each and every one of you that comes to the channel, that watches all the shows, that leaves comments, that participates, that subscribes. That's really the most important thing. This is just trying to find a way to earn a living as an artist. And with that, thank you for my TED Talk. Join the Patreon, because we need you! 66 cents.